Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 90 of the Church Leadership Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us for today's episode. Look, if you're new to our podcast, welcome to the show. And uh, if you like what you hear today, there's 89 other episodes you can go back and catch up on. And uh, what you're going to hear today really is a taste of what this podcast is all about. Our mission from day one has been to encourage and equip you to lead in the local church. And so uh, if you are new, certainly subscribe to our podcast. We don't want you to miss a single episode. And we would love for you, if you're new or not, to rate our podcast. Maybe you've been listening for a while but haven't rated the podcast yet. That really does help us doesn't Andy, to get the word out about our podcast, you can do that really simply at ratethispodcast.com slash CLP. That's Church Leadership Podcast. So we're, we're excited about today's conversation. Yeah, every, every five episodes, uh, Mark and I basically have a discussion amongst ourselves. That's right. uh, we have so many wonderful guests on the podcast, uh, pastors, authors, speakers, uh, some people who are experts at a lot of things. Uh, way beyond our capacity, no so we're we're thankful to be in the same room and get to talk with them. But uh, Mark and I are a lot like you guys. I mean, we're in the trenches. We're we're right. out there uh, attempting to do what God's called us to do in the local church. And what we're going to talk about today, if you are watching or listening, it's going to directly affect you. As a matter of fact, it has really come to prominence uh, for us to see the importance of what we're going to talk about today. So absolutely, so much for the teaser, Mark. Tell us what we're talking <laughs> about right. today. So look, we're. We're really going to talk about several different things, and uh, but they're all related to the same issue. First of all, you know, we are still in a COVID world. Okay, um, you know, we hear people talk about all the time. You know, we can't wait to get a post-COVID world. You know, now we need to plan for the post-COVID. Well, it's not post-COVID. We're still in the middle of it. In fact, I don't know about you, but in our neck of the woods. I mean, cases have spiked and increased mm-hmm. to the peak. And so uh, this is something that's not going away anytime soon. And so that really should, uh, it not only does, but it should affect the way we lead. It should affect the way we plan. It should affect the way that we, we vision for the future. And so certainly if you're, a, if you're a, a leader that God has called to lead the local church, you shouldn't be planning for yesterday. You shouldn't be planning even for today. Uh, we should be planning for tomorrow, but that tomorrow, while it may be post-COVID, when I say tomorrow, I mean like next year, uh, eventually post-COVID, nothing is going to go back to the way it was before. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like and how that should affect our our planning efforts, our organization, and really our efforts and energy where we're putting our focus. Yeah, leading in the local church right now is different than it was a year ago. Oh, man. And, and unless you've been hiding under a rock somewhere, I mean, it's it's different. A lot of people will tell you, we're trying to get back. We're trying to get back to where we were. We're trying to get back to normal for us. And here's, here's the reality. Uh, more than likely, most of us are not going to get back to where we were no. prior to COVID. No. So we need to, to adjust and reacclimate and realize that God's given us, Mark says it all the time, He's given us an opportunity here. It's a great opportunity. So we're not in, as he said earlier, we're not in post-COVID. We're not... We're not even post-election yet. I mean, we don't even know who our next president that's is going to be. Right. At this that's point. how crazy so, this yeah. is. Uh, right. So 2020 has just been that kind of year for us. 
Um, I mean, I, I don't believe we'll see a, a lot of change even once a vaccine is introduced. Right. And we don't even know when that's going to be. So we're kind of in this for the long haul. Absolutely. It's, it's going to take a while for us to continue to adjust but also to carefully and prayerfully plan for what we can do and how we're going to do things next. That's right. And, and Andy said it. I mean, COVID is an opportunity, is a gift. God has given us, I believe, the church, a gift. And as crazy as that sounds, is COVID a terrible thing? Yes. It's an awful, awful virus and it has killed lots of people. But I believe for the church, it's an opportunity and a gift to do something that we've never seen happen. And Andy said it right. You may get back to the numbers one day you had before. We will never get back to church as normal in the terms of what it was before COVID-19. Yeah, the paradigm of program-driven ministry has kind of been killed. Yeah, it was dying a slow death. Yeah. And it, it, COVID pretty much absolutely killed it. Uh, we're finding a lot of uh, churches and leaders and pastors who were really embracing uh, a little bit more organic approach of disciple making. I mean, there's obviously there's going to be structure. There's going to be trellis for the vine to grow on. Uh, but those who were completely dependent on affinity or attractional models based on how you program your church, they're just reeling right now. They're struggling. And uh, one of the things that we're specifically talking about today, like we said, if you're watching and listening to this, is the avenue, the vehicle, the tool, whatever you want to call it, that God has given us to utilize technology. That has become extremely valuable. Uh, Guys who... Uh, didn't even have a Facebook account. We've talked about this before <laughs> on the podcast to all of a sudden have a Facebook That's account right. so that their church can be live and have a, a live stream. Uh, we thought that might have been just seasonal, but now we're starting to see that's something that's here to stay for That's a while. definitely here to stay. And the reason behind all of that shift should be because the focus and really, Andy, the headquarters has changed. Yeah, the, the headquarters is now the home. Right. And obviously, we want it to be that way. I mean, really, we really want things to operate on the level of uh, under the roof of of our our family dwelling. We know everything should be centered around that. I mean, right. the the spiritual growth and direction of our lives should be happening in our home, but all these other things that transfer into our culture and society, it should be rooted and based in our, in our homes. And we're seeing the value of that. Oh, no We doubt. were forced back into our homes. That's right. Literally and figuratively. In every too. way. I mean, mm-hmm. think about everything that takes place now in home, which is now the headquarters. I mean, okay, schools, right? I mean, some mm-hmm. of your schools may be back to traditional classrooms or at least blended. Uh, a lot of them aren't. And depending on where you're listening to, maybe your school is all online right now. Yeah, or even the schools that have returned to in-person, not all of the students have returned. That's right. So I mean, your wife's a teacher, right? Yeah. She's prepared right now mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat to go all virtual. Well, and along with teaching in-person right now, teachers are also having to teach simultaneously a digital platform right. to teach online. So that's, right. uh, so that's something for us to consider, and that's happening out of the headquarters of the home. That's right. right. And, you know, people who never thought they, in a million years they would be homeschoolers <laughs> are homeschooling to the public schools yeah. now. Had to uh, learn in a hurry. That's right. Fall. So the learning, the learning headquarters is now home. Um, and then you think about work. Oh, man, I wonder how many of you have experienced, like so many of the people we know, where home is now the headquarters for work. I mean, they're, they're, they are 
at home as they work every day. Yeah, I have some friends who work for large corporations and uh, a lot of them in March and April basically <laughs> gave their workers a stipend to set up a home office. Yep. And there's some companies who said, all right, this is going to happen till, until the end of the year. They said that like in May. Yeah. And uh, some corporations are saying, look, you guys are more productive at home. We're just going to let you work from home. Yeah, that's the new the new norm for them. Yeah, right. I, I, I really see a transition coming where uh, corporations who have a large space, they're going to downsize. Uh, maybe they're going to rent some of that space or repurpose some of that space, but they're going to see the productivity of their employees is higher at home. I mean, that's you may right. have kids running around or all this kind of stuff going on in the background, but you're more comfortable there. That's right. So, uh, you're going to get more done in less time. That's right. And But that's not the only thing. We, we can talk in a group about other things, too. You think about meals and eating. You know, so many people are eating out. Well, you know what? It's takeout now. People are fixing meals at home more. Um, you know, more time spent at home. Shopping. I mean, yep. shopping I mean, has totally changed. Well, I mean, prior to COVID, obviously, Amazon changed the game for shopping. And maybe you're like me, uh, uh Every day is Prime Day at our house. I mean, <laughs> right. the, there is there is just this uh, this this magnetic force that pulls the the postal worker That's or crazy. the UPS truck into our into our driveway and drops off packages on a regular basis. Right. So, so that has increased and multiplied. Uh, we were just talking before uh, we recorded this podcast about how Black Friday this year seasonal shopping is going to completely change. Instead of people going to the shopping centers or to the uh, big box stores, they're going to be shopping online. That's right. And that already happened before this this occurred, but now it's completely you kind of crystallized in our culture now. That is the new norm is, is online shopping, not, not Black Friday, not in-person in shopping. It, it's in the home, right? All, all, these things, all these things are happening from the basis of our homes. That's right. Um, so that affects yeah. what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, ministry. How are we equipping... Uh, the people in our churches, and how are we as leaders kind of growing and stretching ourselves so that we can take advantage of this opportunity to reach out to people, engage them in their headquarters, in their homes? That's right. Well, look, so we're going to talk about all kinds of things uh, in this episode. Um, we're going to talk about the opportunity, the gift, especially in terms of technology. And uh, I, I imagine since you're listening or watching this podcast that you have made some kind of shift or pivot to a, uh, a technology-based, digital-based ministry. At least, if, if nothing else, you've probably set your phone up and put your church service on Facebook Live or something, okay? If not, then we certainly say you need to do that. But in saying that, we, we want to be very clear that online is not the same as on campus, okay? You know... Online's not the same as in person, so don't hear us saying that. It's very different. Uh, our preference is to have people there with us, rubbing Absolutely. elbows with people. That's our preference. However, it would be ridiculous. It would be foolish to ignore the opportunity that I believe God has served us up on a platter. Well, we are looking at two generations now who have become these audio-visual learners who engage better through technology, uh, through watching videos, through interacting with their devices and computers. So that is transitioning into how we are doing ministry right. in the middle of COVID now. And like Mark said, I mean, that is a gift. It's an opportunity. It is not something we should, we should push away. I just preached a sermon this past week in our church 
about how it is by God's grace He's given us technology. So let's utilize that's that. Right. Let's redeem that and, and use it the right way. And this is a perfect example. I mean, we wouldn't be doing a podcast if it weren't for us believing in the power of technology that's and right. the usefulness to help equip us who are leading in the local church. That's so right. let's let's not ignore that. But at the same time, we are not saying shift everything to a digital online right. platform. If it's possible for you to meet in person, gather to worship or do small group or, or whatever, we encourage you to make sure that that is ongoing and happening. We just are saying don't depend on one or the other. I think it's a, a, a really healthy balance we need to be trying to pull off. Yes, right. It has to be. And I'll just share with you just an example, a story. Recently in our church... Um, it's kind of crazy. You know, we've been doing online for a while, and, and I know a lot of people try to make it overly complicated and hard. We just kept it simple the entire time, and we still do it very simply. Uh, but we've been doing online for a long time. We, we live-streamed, and we experimented with different things. You know, my motto is we're going to fail quick and, uh, you know, figure out what does work. But here's what's crazy. So more and more, we've had people show up in our church and, and God, again, God has blessed us during COVID and a lot of new people are coming, but we've had people come who've been watching online. Great example. Four weeks ago, um, we had a young lady, she's probably in her late 20s, uh, come to worship. And I knew she was new, kind of recognized her, you know, and she, she had that, that really interested look during my sermon. And so I tried to reach her, but other people got to her and I couldn't talk to her, you know, before she left. That happens, you know, sometimes. The next Sunday, she was back. And so I, I did. I made sure... I made a point to talk with her before she left. And I asked her, you know, how did you hear about our church? Here's what she said. She said, I've been watching you online for a month and a half. And that I, I liked not necessarily what she just saw in me, but in the worship. I liked what, you know, the messages, they were Bible-based. So here's the thing. That's somebody that has come into our church and who's now faithful and who, you know, is is participating in all the ways you could expect in a church that you would want somebody to participate in who would have never, ever darkened our doors without an online experience to convince her this is where she'd be. Look, if you if you roll by our church, I mean, it's not you're not going to look and say, well, that's a terrible church, but you're not going to look at it and go, ooh, that's a place I want to visit, right? Our exterior is not the best, but she saw us first online and showed up. I, I could tell you countless numbers of stories over the last year that's happened, and it's because we don't ignore... The digital, because we make it a priority, not the priority, but we make it a priority in ministry. Should be a priority. Uh, prior to COVID, uh, don't hold me to this particularly uh, in in this specific number, but 80 plus percent of people who either move to a neighborhood or a new area and are looking for a church, they do so digitally first, who are uh, 35 and younger, let's just say that age group. So prior to COVID, that was happening. Now, in the middle of this, imagine how that's magnified. Multiplied a million times. I know, I personally know of people who have actually left their church in the middle of COVID because their church wasn't reaching out Mm. digitally. They were under the assumption that everything's going back to normal and we're not going to... We're not going to be online. We're not going to do all that kind of stuff. We're not going to offer all, all the technology. We're going to, as soon as we possibly can, we're going to get back to meeting in person and, and return to our normal programming. I know people have left those churches because them and their family may be at risk or it is uh, a, a better advantage for them to use technology in how they worship as a family right. or how they engage. So, so that's an awareness that people have right now. 
they are watching, yeah. literally watching. Right. There's people church hopping every single Sunday right now. And they're, <laughs> they're checking your services That's out. That's right. And you look, don't have to be dynamic. You don't have no. to be overproduced. You don't have to look too professional. Just be genuine. That's right. That's important. You know, we've seen a lot of people do a lot of things and a lot of things well. People are doing things well. But we've also seen some people try to be somebody they're not. And, you know, look, if you're a pastor and you hate Facebook and you hate being on camera, don't do a devotional every day on Facebook, okay? People are going to realize this is not you. Or if that's not in your wheelhouse, let somebody who's a young person in your church, let that be a ministry opportunity for them. That's right. Great opportunity for people to be involved. It doesn't always have to be you. We've seen those overproduced videos where you think, man, this church has a huge facility and a huge budget, a, a huge staff, and it's just a couple of people, and they're just overproduced right. or uh, you see people that look like maybe they pulled out the camcorder from the 80s and they're you know they're recording <laughs> it some on kind their of shoulder. ransom video from the Middle East it, 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 it can look just so bad and they have a wonderful church that's you right know? so you've got to be careful how technology represents your church that's because right. it's it's not I wouldn't call it another physical campus in that sense but it's definitely and a platform, a tool. It is a no way doubt. to engage people. So you've got to take that seriously, prayerfully consider. Uh, one of the things I would encourage you to do, if it's not on your budget right now, 2021's coming quick. Go ahead and consider how you can put technology into your budget. Our church recently just uh, purchased a, a camera so that we can have uh, better access to, to getting our services out online because we realize we're going to put more eggs in that basket. Right. Uh, gradually begin funding more in that area of ministry because more and more people are going to be uh, depending on that. Not just as a preference, but there's more and more people who are going to be depending on your church That's right. to have technology as an offering for them to engage and grow and, and themselves even serve because it's, it's happening. That's right. That means you need, you need to pivot. You need to shift budget, resources, time, and staff. Mm-hmm. in that direction. Look, you could talk about being digital. You could talk about you know, putting you know, more time. But if you don't allocate money, time, uh, energy, and staff in the area of digital, you're not really making it a priority. That's something we've got to do. Yeah, Mark, you guys even have some people that volunteer to kind of engage with those online we while do. you're worshiping. We so. do. So we have taken the approach that it is like a, a, a campus. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're not a satellite church or, you know, mm-hmm. we're not a mega church or anything. We're a normative-sized church like a lot of you watching or listening. And so we, we decided, you know, we're not going to have satellite campuses, but we do have one in a sense. That's the online campus. So we have hosts that... that volunteer to be the campus host every single week and engage with people online. That's fantastic. And I mentioned budgeting. I recently talked with a pastor who is sitting around scratching his head, him and their financial team. They're wondering what in the world they're going to do about their budget because they're so far behind. And I encourage them to think about it this way. First off, you can't base the 2021 budget on 2019 or 2020. No, you're in trouble if you do. You've got to think this new approach. So put money in. Make it a priority. Put put your money where your, where your mouth is, kind of, right. so to speak. So, And then I think the last thing I want to make sure and encourage everybody with right now is if, if we believe this is something that our churches are going to be involved in, invested in for the future, I think maybe even our seminaries might should look at an opportunity to so. begin equipping guys uh, not just to be good preachers and good shepherds, but how do we engage our audience? How do we reach people digitally? How do we 
speak to a, a camera uh, when there's no audience and, right. and, and have this engaging, passionate, uh, expository sermon when there's That's nobody right. listening to us physically in the room. Yeah, and, and look, if, if you're not a seminary candidate, or you know, if that's not something you can do right now, seek training in that area somewhere else. We need to be training. And I'm going to say this. If you're watching or listening to this podcast and you have expertise, you're, you're amening everything we said. You're like, yeah, I've got that, done that. You know, uh, you're, you're tempted even to, to li- listen to the next podcast because you, you're already there. It's on you. You're responsible to help train other pastors and leaders who don't have that expertise. We need to make it a part of what we do. Yeah, if you have that as your passion, that is your experience and training, if you have the gift of the resources God has put in your hand, reach out to some other guys yeah. and offer that. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, not to, to commercialize this or anything, that's Mark and I, that's our heart, is to not just encourage and equip uh, leaders in the local church, but I mean, if you feel like you fit the bill and you don't know uh, which end of the the mic or camera to grab or you know how to do the lighting, I mean, it's it's not that difficult. That's Reach right. out to us; we'll be glad to help you any way we can. If you want to know how to put your content out on some kind of digital platform, it's not that difficult once you kind of get up and running and get used to it. That's right. It, it, like everything else, it takes practice. You just need somebody to show you you know, first steps and how to do that. So listen, that is our heart. And that's part of the reason we're doing this. If you need help, um, you know, we don't have unlimited time, obviously, but we will help any way we can. And so again, if you're watching and listening to this and you're thinking, I, I, I really need to figure out how to do it. Maybe you need help figure out how to do the budget to allocate some money there. Or, mm-hmm. or how do you shift staffing or, or get volunteers? How do you enlist volunteers to do it? If you need help in any of that, we are willing to help. That's yeah, what we're here we for. We definitely don't have it all figured out. We're still learning like a lot of you. We're, we're still kind of, uh, as we go, we're figuring some of this out. We're learning what not to do along with what is that's helpful right. and everything. So and that's, that's what we wanted to do today is just kind of encourage you and make you even more aware than we probably already are of the reality of, of COVID and the fact that it's going to be with us for a while. So we're praying that God uses you and your church to reach many people with the gospel and make disciples even through the tool that God's given us with technology. That's right. Millions of people are online, and it would be a shame for us to ignore it. So uh, hopefully you've been encouraged and equipped to better lead in the local church in a digital perspective today. So thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. God bless you. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app.